Step 8. Forgive. Week 1, Day 2. Forgiveness, Amends, and Reconciliation. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me understand your forgiveness, amends, and reconciliation of sin in my life. Sin creates deep wounds. The sins of others have hurt you. Your sins have wounded others as well as yourself. Sin is costly. In Romans 6 verse 23, the Bible says, The wages of sin is death. Sometimes the cost of sin is so high that it causes a physical death, for example, murder or a drug overdose. Sin can also cause the death of trust in a relationship, for example, adultery or betrayal. Sin can cause the death of innocence, such as exposure to pornography or sexual abuse. Sin can cause the death of a reputation, for example, lying or cheating. God placed a sense of justice in all of us. This sense of justice longs for balance. We feel sin's costs in big and small ways because sin creates debt in our relationships. When someone hurts us, we feel owed an apology. We look to pay back those who harm us to balance the score. Criminals pay debts to society. When we sin against someone else, we may feel the need to make up for the damage we have caused. The damage of sin causes debt in relationships. When sin occurs between people, the debt of sin puts the relationship out of balance. Someone is owed justice. To bring the relationship into balance, either the offender needs to make up for, pay back the losses caused by sin, or the offended must give up claim to, pardon the payback. Sometimes we disagree about what will rebalance the relationship, but the process of pardon, payback, and balance for an offense is the process of forgiveness, amends, and reconciliation. The word forgive is defined as to grant pardon for an offense, absolve, to release or give up all claim on account of a debt or obligation, to give up resentment against another. Amends is defined as Reparation or payment for a loss, damage, or injury of any kind. To pay back. Reconcile is defined as To restore to friendship or harmony. Settle. Resolve. Bring to agreement. To make consistent or conform to requirements of a situation. Take time to answer these questions now. Question 1. Think of a time someone hurt you. What losses did you suffer? How was that debt balanced? Explain. Question 2. Think of a time you hurt someone. What harm did you cause? How did you balance that debt? Explain. Sometimes, wounds are so deep that you feel no payment can ever make up for the harm you suffered. Other times, you cause so much damage that you feel nothing you do can ever pay back your debt. Sometimes these feelings are correct. This is why forgiveness is critical for peace. To know the peace of God and experience His peace in your relationships, you must first understand God's peace process with you, His forgiveness, amends, and reconciliation in your life. Every sin is foremost an offense to God's holy standard. Sin not only creates debt with those you harm, but also with God. There are no relationships to which sin indebts you more than your relationship with God. 
God's holy nature requires that you pay for sin perfectly, something you are unable to do on your own. Jesus paid your debt. He gave his sinless life as a perfect ransom, settling your account with God forever. In Mark 10, verse 45, Jesus said, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus Christ made amends with God for sin, and not only for your sin, but the world's sin. 1 John 2, verse 2 says, Christ is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. The Father accepted Christ's single sacrifice as sufficient payment for anyone who receives his payment as their own. Hebrews 7, verse 27 says, Christ, our high priest, has no need to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins and then for those of the people, since he did this once for all when he offered up himself. Through the cross, God transferred his demand for justice from us to Jesus and forgave all of our sin. John 1 verse 29 says, John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Colossians 2 verse 13 to 14 says, And you, who were dead in your sins and stuck in your sinful nature, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our sins by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. Jesus' sacrifice allows God to maintain perfect justice for your sin. It also provides you an opportunity to receive God's offer of forgiveness. God's forgiveness is not a denial of His justice. It is a transfer of His justice for your sin to Christ so that you have an opportunity for reconciliation. Reconciliation, however, requires that both parties accept the terms of the settlement. God accepted Christ's sacrifice as the only sufficient payment to cover our sin. But you must also accept this transfer of justice, forgiveness, yourself. It is not until you receive this free offering, grace, by trusting, placing faith in Christ as payment for your sin, that your guilt is released and you are reconciled to God. Romans 3 verse 23 to 26 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by His blood, to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in His divine forbearance He had passed over former sins. It was to show His righteousness at the present time, so that He might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. We all owe God a debt that we are unable to repay, but He initiated reconciliation with us anyway. With His blood, Christ made amends for all sin so that God's justice would be satisfied and He could give up His demand for payback. God offers reconciliation to all who accept Christ as their own payment for sin and means of forgiveness. God's justice demands payment for all sin. Those who refuse Christ still owe God. They are not reconciled with Him. Their accounts are unsettled. They have declined Christ's perfect offering as justice for their sin and have rejected God's gift of forgiveness. Answer this question. Question 3. Do you still try to make up for sin by your own efforts? Explain.
God initiated reconciliation with you. Christ made amends for sin to offer you forgiveness and reconciliation long before you were able or willing to receive them. What then does this mean for your relationships? If you have trusted Christ, you have accepted that Christ's suffering was sufficient to pay your debt. Have you considered Christ's suffering sufficient payment of the debt for the sins against you? Realizing the total debt paid by Christ on the cross and recalling that God offers peace to the entire world will help you initiate forgiveness and reconciliation with those who've hurt you, just as God did with you. The foundation for step 8 is from Ephesians 4 verse 32 to chapter 5 verse 1, which says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. The Step 8 Extra Mile Memory verse is Colossians 3, verse 12 to 13, which says, Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Hebrews 12, verse 14 to 15 says, Strive for peace with everyone, and for the holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. Imitating Christ means to show compassion, kindness, and humility. It means striving for peace with everyone, letting no one fail to obtain God's grace, and not allowing any root of bitterness to spring up. It means to forgive others as God forgave you. God is making you into a peacemaker like Jesus so that you and others can experience his perfect peace. Answer this question. Question 4. If you have trusted Christ's suffering as satisfaction for your sins, do you think you could also trust Christ's suffering as satisfaction for the sins against you? What difficulties, fears, or concerns does this bring up for you? Sin has deeply scarred us. You have suffered greatly, but Christ understands your pain because he suffered for sin too. Just as peace with God was a supernatural work in you, becoming a peacemaker will be a supernatural work too. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, God will give you everything you need to follow Christ on his path to peace and recovery. God is for you. Romans 8 verse 31 to 32 says, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to trust you with justice for my sin and the sins against me. Now it's time to take action. Read Ephesians 4 verse 32 to chapter 5 verse 1 three times.